Do you remember the beginning of your marriage when your relationship was passionate, your connection was deep, your love was strong, and the sex was good? Remember that? Then the honeymoon was over, reality kicked in, and you found out that this marriage thing isn't as simple as it seemed. We are Kevin and Charmaine Lomax. We're going to take you on a journey through the good, the bad, and yes, the ugly sides of marriage. We'll bring you tools from experts in the field and tips that will help you strengthen your relationship. We'll be honest about what it takes to build a healthy one that will stand the test of time. When we learn how to love and make it a priority, this marriage thing is worth it. Roses are red, violets are blue. No, we're not going to be that corny. <laughs> we're talking about romance today. There are three phases of romance in relationships. The euphoric phase, the eagerness phase, and the encouragement phase. When a man meets a woman and the attraction is there, he puts his best foot forward. Mm -hmm. He gives 100% of his attention and effort to make sure she stays interested in him. He sure does. He would take her out on a date, mm -hmm. and they would talk on the phone all day and all night. I know before we started dating, it was a winter time in mm -hmm. February. Yeah. And we were at a celebration, and the atmosphere was good. Mm-hmm. And I remember that the place was crowded. It was. That was a nice night. Yeah, it definitely was. And when I saw you walk in the room, mm -hmm. I knew that my brother knew you. <laughs> so okay. I asked him, were you dating anyone? Really? Yeah. And when he told me no, I said, uh, I definitely have to sit next to you at the table. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's how that happened? That's how that happened. And then when we started talking, we had a connection immediately. We really did. Yeah. Yeah. Then by the end of the night, I asked you for your phone number and you gave it to me. I did. I gave you my number. But I did that knowing that you lived in Virginia, for one. And, you know, I didn't know what would come of it. It was kind of a long distance thing. You weren't from here. And we just continued to hit it off. We talked a couple times a day, sometimes three times a day, hours at a time, into the wee hours of the night. I know sometimes I, I had to wake up early the next morning. It was like, what, like two, three in the morning, and we were still talking. Yeah, but neither one of us wanted to get off of the phone. The yeah. The conversation was so good. It's true. We fell in love, and we used to say, I love you all the time, like 15 times a day. Right? When we first started dating, romance was a given. Things were spontaneous, and every date was pretty exciting. Yeah, definitely very exciting, especially once I moved back to New York, mm -hmm. and then I got a job in New Jersey. What was that, six months later? Six months After. later, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I had gotten a job in New Jersey, and I was working the second shift. Mm -hmm. And I used to call you before I got off at midnight and tell you that I'm coming to pick you up so we can go for a walk. And I used to wait up for that call <laughs> at midnight. That is so crazy. Yeah, we used to go to the city, you know, to just kind of walk around out there. That was really nice. And to see a show, go to a movie, whatever. And just sometimes... Spend just spend time together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And but sometimes, though, we used to keep it real simple. Some of the best dates back then, I think, was when we... Remember when we went for that picnic in the park? It was right near here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had definitely had a good time. Those, had a little picnic basket, mm -hmm. a little radio. Those little <laughs> things was good. I think back then, any time together was good. It didn't really matter where we were, right? Right. It was easy. The romance was like... Yeah, it was, it was effortless. Kinda, yeah, yeah? Mm -hmm. exactly. And after the dating phase comes the eagerness phase, which is also the engagement phase. When you get engaged... It's even more romantic because the woman that you're in love with is about to be all yours. 
And the thought of well, getting married takes your romance to a heightened place. I agree. The romantic energy between you is still strong when you get engaged, right? And it's a really exciting time. Yeah, definitely. You're getting prepared to take the next step. So, mm -hmm. And you're hoping, though, when you think of your life in the future together, you're really hoping that that spark that's between you, you can't even imagine that it's going to be any different. You're hoping that that's going to be the same as it is in that moment. Yeah, definitely. That's what it is. So then comes the encouragement phase. That's known as the marriage phase. The romance is still strong after you get married. It is, it is. We came home after the wedding and, you know, things were still pretty euphoric. What was the euphoric phase was the dating phase, right? But after the wedding, it was still pretty high. It was As still it right there. We yeah. just got married. We just got married, yeah. So it was right. very happy times, yeah. Yes, we enjoyed every minute of that honeymoon phase, right? Yes. But when the honeymoon phase starts to wane over time, you kind of settle into your life and things kind of shift a bit. Yeah, that's when real life kicks in. Right. You figure when you two come together, you're bringing two lives into one, and there's a lot of things that happen at that point. You know, you may work different shifts at work. Mm -hmm. You know, um, like now you have extra bills. <laughs> right. <know>? Like <laughs> and, we did. Yeah. And if you take, and if you have children. Don't forget it. We have five children. Yeah, five. So we know about that, right? Yeah. And that'll take a lot of your time. Yeah. But through all of that, you still have to remember to keep romancing each other. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you have to say goodbye to the romance, you know? Getting married and having all your you know, responsibilities doesn't kill the romance. Keeping it flowing in the marriage takes some more work. You know, it takes more planning, more intentionality, because um, it definitely is easy to become complacent, I think, when you see each other every single day. Yeah. Every single day. You, can, you And you take each other for granted a little bit. You're kind of in this comfort zone where everything seems just fine. And, you know, you kind of do less and less of the sweet little romantic things that you used to do in the beginning. And the, fun, right? and the, yeah, and the thing about it is that you really don't mean to. No, that's true. Yeah. But, you know, but it's not like you're doing it and just saying, oh, yo, I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just that... It, it just happens. It does. Well, it's it's real life. That's mm. the real life we were talking about. But just having kids alone, oh my gosh, and then having to maintain a home and, and, and have your two separate schedules and, you know, all the things that come with, you know, just the day-to-day -day life. It's a lot, yeah, right? Definitely. You really shouldn't stop doing special things for each other, though, right? Like uh, I was at the grocery the other day, and I saw Crunch and Munch, so I bought you some Crunch and Munch. Was that romantic? Yeah, that was romantic. Okay. Yeah, and it was delicious. And uh, Yeah, I saw uh, the box, the empty box, like an hour later. Right. Yeah, that's right. I love you for that. Yeah. And, yeah you, and that's what means to most of the people. When you just get them something, they don't have to be big or small, but it's something mm. that you know the person loves. Right. Yeah. The little things. The little things that count. Now, there are quite a few good ways to rekindle the romance after that high is gone. For one... You have to put each other first again. So what's the best way to do that on a day-to-day -day basis? Well, well, in the morning, if you will, every morning when you get up, you can give your spouse a kiss. Mm -hmm. And if you guys have time, you know, you can have breakfast together. Wouldn't that be nice? That would right? be really nice. Yeah. But before you go, I think the biggest thing you could do mm -hmm. is give her a big hug. That lets her know that you can't wait to get home to her later. A big hug? Yeah, big, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. It sounds good. Yeah, it is real good. I need more of those big hugs. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> okay. You can have one right now. No, we're not now. Okay. 
All right. And during the day when you're both at work, you know what's nice? A nice little I miss you text, you know, or a flirty little something so that they, you know, they think that they know rather that you're thinking of them during the day while you guys are apart. And then next when you come home, before you do anything, you go give your wife a kiss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if you have kids, you know, giving each other a hug. I think when the kids see when you first come home and you give your spouse a hug and, and you go directly to them, they kind they kinda learn how a husband wife relationship should look, you know? And yeah, but it's a teaching point. You teach it them. It actually is. Yeah. They they see what a nurturing relationship looks like. And so that brings me to my next one. So at the end of the night, before you go to bed, you know, you can go to bed together mm-hmm. and spend a little time before you actually go to sleep. If you can. I mean, nowadays with busy schedules, you might not be able to go to bed together every night, but mm-hmm. maybe most nights at least would be nice. Yeah, but right? at least take a little bit of time. It's like that catch-up talk, you mm-hmm. know, so, you know, you go to bed Absolutely. and you're happy. Yeah, and another way to rekindle the romance is to show a bit of tenderness kindness is romantic and it's it's pretty underrated yeah you can tell her how beautiful she is mm-hmm. you can tell her that you love her often yeah say i love you women like to hear i love you i love you <laughs> i love you babe yes all right and, but you know some men think that they shouldn't have to say it yeah but women like to hear i love you they and they do know that you love them of course but it's nice to hear it yeah, on a they, regular basis, not just once in a while. You can't just say, I love you, and think that that's it. And we're always kind and loving in the beginning of a relationship, right? You're, we're thoughtful, we're considerate, we do sweet things for each other, and we need to still go above and beyond from time to time. You know, maybe you can take the kids out so your spouse can have some me time, or do some laundry without being asked. You know, some women will find that romantic. Moving around along. After being married for a while, in some marriages, love becomes conditional, which sucks a lot of the life and and the joy out of the marriage, unfortunately. Some husbands and wives actually start to keep score. For husbands, if they buy their wives flowers or maybe buy her some jewelry, you know, they're looking at her and expecting her to, like, drop it like it's hot at the end of the night just because they did something. They expect that they get that in return. What, What is that about? I bought you flowers two days ago. Yeah, you bought me flowers two days ago, but what are you trying to say? But I had a long day that day. All right, moving on. And for some women... You did not just say that, but go on. (laughs) And for some women... (laughs) Yeah. uh They'll cook their husband their favorite meal because they want them to do something around the house. Really? But Mm -hmm. whatever you do for your spouse should be done out of love. It should. Yeah, not just because you expect them to do something for you. Yeah, that's that's not exactly the way it should be. All right, so another way to keep the romance in your life strong is, and this one might surprise some people, is to be spiritual. It's so important to include God in your marriage. You know, it's like that three-stranded cord that you hear about, right? It's you, it's your spouse, and then God in the middle. For marriage to really work, you need to keep God in the center of your relationship, which will help make your marriage stronger. Absolutely. All right, and it's also important to laugh out loud together. This is one of my favorites. Now, laughing out loud can help reawaken the fun you used to have. You can think of the great experiences that first brought you two together and think about some new things that might make you guys want to laugh. Laughter adds life 
to your relationship and it can definitely bring some of those loving feelings back right yeah definitely and also when you laugh away the small stuff remember that that saying um don't sweat the small stuff yes i remember that saying if you can pick your battles then you know you figure out when you should and shouldn't make something such a big deal not everything needs to be analyzed to death right Nothing kills romance and marriage quicker than holding a grudge, I think. Because if you are holding a grudge, you have resentment. And if you are resenting your spouse, then nobody's laughing. Yeah, right? it's not going to be not good because, at all. Yeah, and also, you know, nitpicking all the time. You can't be nitpicking about, you know, every little thing. Listen, we got enough keep things it, in life to simple. worry about. The little small things is not even that serious at the end of the day. Once you get through it, it's in like... the big picture, yeah. Yeah. In Proverbs it says, it's better to live in a corner of a house than in a house shared with a contentious woman. Well, that's saying a lot. We need to learn to communicate in a more lighthearted way. You know, not everything is so serious. All right, next we have get physical. Now, we shouldn't underestimate the power of touch, right? When, when we think physical, we think literally of, of touch, right? So imagine a hug from your spouse from behind. Imagine they walk up to you and just give you a nice hug from behind. Yeah, definitely is a good feeling. Right? Or hold hands when you're out and about. And, or when you're home, maybe you can snuggle up to watch TV or read a sexy book to each other. I know we did that. Yeah, we definitely did, and that was nice. Yeah, you know the one I'm thinking of? The one you're thinking of. No, yeah. don't. You don't have to say it. Don't say it. Moving right along. Another thing that you could do is the seven second kiss and you can try it for about a week mm -hmm. so one of those kisses that you either do in the morning the evening or the night make one of those just seven second kiss and yeah. and then you'll see how it help enhance your romance and by the end of the week you'll see that you will have a stronger connection for sure i think when you're leaving in the morning come home after after work it's probably what is that like a two second kiss it's yeah not really that that long. most of the time it's a pack Oh, yeah, it's like a, oh, right? It could be a one-second kiss. Yeah. It's not really a kiss-kiss, right? Yeah, definitely. So a seven-second kiss, it doesn't sound like a long time, but it is. Yeah, it definitely is, yeah. Yeah, but look, it sounds good to me. All right, so since we're talking about getting physical, if you look and feel good physically, that's also an aphrodisiac. And by look good physically, I don't mean like everything has to be perfect. It's just how you present yourself. You used to make sure your hair was done, you know, make sure your 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 outfit was together. And for men, you know, make sure your face was shaved and you didn't have any holes in your t-shirts and, you know, clothes were neat. And, you know, we need to keep that going. And ladies, just throw away those old pajamas right now. Men too. Throw away those old pajamas and those raggedy boxers. <laughs> you know? Well, you can be comfortable, I think, and, and look good at the same time. Yeah, well, that's what you should strive for because in the beginning, you made sure that everything was nice and right. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And old clothes with holes in it, that's not romantic. No, they need to go in the garbage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fellas, if you, want, if you want your wife to be attracted to you, you should make sure that you're continually looking good, smelling good. Kind of like you did when you were in the beginning. <laughs> That's right. Okay, next, we need to be spontaneous. I know last summer, one morning after you left for work, I sent you a text, and it was a song. And so I came across this song and listened to the lyrics, and it was a beautiful song. 
So I decided to text it to you. And the reason I texted it to you, you didn't even know, is because at that time, for whatever reason, you know, we had we were both kind of busy in that time frame. And, and the, the romance, we're talking about romance, it wasn't really high in that moment. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. you know, like sometimes life just goes on and, and you don't take the time to be romantic. So so as not to lose the connection, because I, I didn't even know if you noticed it, but I noticed, you know, we needed a little boost. We really love every word of that song. It speaks to us. Right. Yeah, so definitely does. that romantic wave, if you will, we've been riding that wave for almost a year already. Yeah. And we right? need to keep on riding it. From one, <laughs> right. From one little text. So who knew? Yeah, it's good when you do things that you don't normally do. Like bring her a surprise gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, plan a surprise getaway. Yeah. Or she might have told you about something that she wanted to do before. You can make that happen for her. Yeah, yeah. That that would be a, a, a big thing, right? That would be nice. But it doesn't even have to be a grand gesture like that. You can keep it simple. You know, small gestures still count. You can do something at home, like surprise your spouse with dinner at home, maybe cook dinner on a night they're not expecting, or even better, make a reservation at a restaurant they've never been to before. All right, so research has shown that spontaneity is very important for a happy, long-term relationship. So there it is right there, spontaneity. You need it. All of the things that you just were talking about and just laid out, what if you're not feeling romantic in your marriage? It might be a challenge to do some of the things that you just talked about. It's true. You know, for some marriages, if the connection is not there, all of these things that we just talked about, they might not be attainable. But not not that they're not attainable. They might not be attainable in, in the moment when you hear this. There's a way to bridge the gap. The first thing, like we spoke about this before in, in one of the previous episodes, is communication. You need to communicate with your spouse. Now, okay, let me think of it like if it was me. If we were not in a space where I could even bring these suggestions to you, because how do you even be romantic if things are not quite right in the moment with you, right? So if I want to see something shift in our relationship for the better, I'm going to have to say something, right? So I would probably approach you in a way where you wouldn't feel like I was pointing the finger at you in a non-judgmental way and I would try to bring up the conversation like hey babe what can we do we're kind of in a rut right now can we sit and have a talk or you could try to just soften it up just say honey I love you you know oh okay you know I want our marriage to work Mm, okay well there you go I don't know where we lost it but I would like to go to counseling or to get us back on the right track, if that would help. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, but as a first step, maybe they want to try to, to work it out before counseling. Counseling is always a good idea. But maybe, you know, this, the step before counseling, if you approach your spouse and avoid pointing the finger, don't, don't say you never buy me roses, you never oh. take me to dinner, you never clean the bathroom. You never help with the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, no, like, you definitely make sure you yeah. stay away from the you word. Yeah, instead yeah. maybe say, I feel like we could be working better together. You know, I feel like there would be more balance in the house if we did things this way. Or I feel like we would have more time together if 
maybe you did more of that and I did more of this or I need to or I would love to have more fun with you you know yeah does that sound realistic yeah that's realistic okay mm. yeah because I know I mean all this stuff sounds good but it's not ideal unless you're already communicating so if if you're not quite there in this moment just start real gently and simply and and try to connect with the heart have a heart to heart you know yeah i think that'll go a long way Mm -hmm. all right so that brings us to our listener question of the week today i'm going to be speaking with freddie i have a couple of questions for him so i'm out here with freddie how you doing i'm doing good man yourself i'm doing pretty good pretty good yes sir Uh, so a question for you freddie um How many years you been married? Well, actually, I've been married um, 18 years right now, yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, It's been good? Yeah, so far, so good, man. You know, I get a little um, ups and downs here and there, but uh, for the most part, you know, the good definitely outweigh the bad. Okay, so so my question is, how do you keep the romance going in your marriage? Well, for um, my wife and myself, it's pretty much just um, doing things spontaneous, uh, with her, you know, she likes surprise, and I'm there to accommodate her with that, and um, just um, putting putting a smile on her face every day I see her, man. Yeah, okay. That's pretty much it, you know. Yeah. yeah it's been um, relatively simple so far. It's no real hurdle that um, I have to, you know, try and um, get over to to please her because of the love is solid. You know, we 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 know each other pretty well. So, you know, we just do the little simple stuff to to make the relationship work. And so far, so good. Thank God. All right. Yeah, thank God. All right. All right. So thank you for that. Thanks for your time. Okay. Appreciate All right. it. All right. We'll get with you later. All right. Thanks. Nice. I like his answer. He has the right idea. And he touched on a couple of things that we went over. Yeah, so that just means nice. that we're on the right track. All right. So now we have the final nugget. I belong to my beloved, and his desire is for me. Let us go early to the vineyards to see if the vines have budded, if their blossoms have opened, and if the pomegranates are in bloom. There I will give you my love. And that was the scripture. That came from the Bible? Yep, it sure did. That'll keep the flame burning. With that being said, thank you for joining us this week. Be sure to check back in for our very next episode. iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen on. If you give us a five-star rating, we might just shout you out on one of our future episodes. And if this episode resonated with you, take a screenshot and share it on Instagram or Facebook and tag us at This Marriage Thing. Until next time,